Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cinema Rogues. I'm your host, Andrew, and with me, as always, is co-host and sometimes host guy. Hello. Hi. Uh, just get everything out of the way like we usually do. Go check me out on Board Game Barbarians. Check out Guy at Sidetail Studios on Twitch and YouTube. And go check out Papa Retro Warriors. Just take out the Papa before Retro Warriors. Papa Roach Warriors. Mm. What you been uh what you been watching? Um Homestead Rescue, I think is what it's called. It's on Discovery Channel. It's about this family named the Rainies that go around from homestead to homestead and fix them up. Oh nice. Yeah. It's one of those shows like the the each episode's like an hour and a half long um and then it's on Hulu like uh whatever Hulu on demand so it has commercials like even on the like non-commercial tier. Oh weird. Yeah, I guess cuz the content's owned by Discovery or whatever and that's how they do it. But um but yeah, yeah, we have like the non-commercial tier where they still throw commercials in that show. Anyway, point being that it ends up being about two hours with commercials, right? Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's a good way to, it, it's become one of our sort of like kill time slash fall asleep shows. Nice. And it's, you know, it's one of those things where, where these people are struggling and by the end of the episode, they're, they have some, some hope for the future and it's always a nice feeling, I guess. Yeah, that's good. I uh, watched some of Blown Away Season 3. It's the uh, glass blowing <clears throat> show on the Netflix there. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of it. I haven't watched any of it, though. It's pretty good. A lot of their glass is really cool. And, you know, Kristen's into uh, make, or she wants to get into, into making glass stuff uh, once we move. And so it's it's sort of a big show in our house. Nice. Uh, I've been watching more Deep Space Nine. Uh, as my go to sleep show, we're almost at the end of season three. Uh, season four is when like uh, Lieutenant Worf comes over from uh, Next Generation. So that's when it starts getting real good. Excited yeah. about that. Good. And then I've uh, been watching more Korra, not the last Airbender. What's it? Korra, I think that's the name of the show. Korra, not the last Airbender. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. The The Legend of Korra is what it is. Oh, okay. I've uh, been watching more of that. But cool. you? I finally finished Stranger Things Season 4. Um, Finished the Season 3 of The Boys. Watched The Patriot. Oh, nice. We were trying to think of um the bad guy's name in that the other day, because he's in uh, Star Trek Discovery. Mm-hmm. And we're like, I was... <laughs> I said to, to, he plays a character named Lorca in the, in the show. And I said to Kristen, I said, um, yeah, uh, they're talking about with that guy that plays Lorca to come back and be, do a guest spot on uh strange new worlds. And, uh, she's like, who's Lorca? I was like, you know, the guy he's played by the guy that was the bad guy in the Patriot. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, what's his name? I was like, I have no idea. Yeah, and I, I thought of it like three days later. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't tell you his name. Uh, Jason uh, Isaacs. Oh, okay. Uh, but that's a good movie. Um, watched last night in Soho. Which what's that one about? It's about a girl that goes to college for clothing design. And she basically 
moves into a uh, like an apartment that's haunted. That's basically what it's about. Um, but it felt more like Guillermo del Toro-y than it did uh, Edgar Wright, like an Edgar Wright movie. So that was kind of weird, but otherwise still like it was worth a watch. It was fun. Yeah. That's good. Um, other than that, I watched Hobbs and Shaw and that's just oh, yeah. a you, ridiculous you, movie. Sorry. Did you watch that like in order or, or with like within the Fast and Furious timeline? No, I just kind of watched it out of it. Like it was like $5 on iTunes. So I bought it and watched it. Oh, okay. Well, but I still ha- I still have to watch the eighth and the ninth movie. Yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, not a not a whole lot. Some stuff happened. Uh, do we have any news? We have a news, I suppose. Oh, it's always sad when we have news. Yeah, it's always sad. <laughs> Uh, Nichelle Nichols passed away yesterday. Oh yeah, I did read that. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Star Trek fans that are super sad today. Yep, which is fair. I mean, I think there are only two original cast members left at this point. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say there's only two fans. So. Oh yeah, yeah. There's only <laughs> two Star Star Trek fans. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's about all we got for news. All we got for news, so now we can just jump right into the topic, which is Thor. I guess there's three original series people still left. Oh, nice. Who are they? Uh, Walter Koenig, Chekhov, William Shatner, uh, played some guy, and then um, uh, Sulu. What's the name? George Takai. Yep. Good. Well. All right. Sorry. Now we can get into it. Yeah, now now I, I feel better. Thank you. Uh, well, we'll go with the synopsis. A Thor that has lost his family must now fight Gore, the god killer, in order to save his new family, which he has realized has been there all along. Do you think his real name was Thor, the thawed killer, originally? I think so. All right. Uh, release date July eighth, twenty twenty two, in the United States. Um, development stuff beyond the usual COVID nineteen delays. There wasn't really a whole lot besides Taika Waititi coming back uh, to write and direct, and Hemsworth coming back, even though his contract with Marvel was technically up. Um, but I did also read that it was filmed back to back in Sydney, Australia, with Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh, I didn't know that. That's neat. Yeah, neat neat stuff. Uh, directed by Taika Waititi, written by Taika Waititi and Jennifer Caton Robinson. You're starring Chris Hemsworth, Christian Bale, Tessa Thompson, Jamie Alexander, Taika Waititi, Russell Crowe, and Natalie Portman. I don't know why Natalie Portman was all the way on the bottom of the list. But uh, I, I think know. it's because in the in the credits, the end credits, it was like and special guests, Russell Crowe and Natalie Portman. Ah, uh, yeah, that'd do it. Yep. Uh, Rotten Tomato score is kind of low. It's sixty eight Tomato Meter, seventy eight audience score. Uh, Metacritic Meta score is fifty seven. User score is five point four, and IMDb is seven six point eight out of ten. 
Yikes. Yeah. I didn't think it... That makes it... I mean, it's still like... It's still tomato meter fresh. Well, I guess that's good. I was thinking, like, the Metacritic scores are pretty low. Yeah, they are pretty low. Oh, I don't know why. Like, I thought it was really good. It's 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 up there in my top Marvel movies, you know, at this point. Um, I think it's one of the better Phase 4 movies. I don't yeah. know if that's saying a lot per se, but... Uh, I mean, I I liked it and thought... I couldn't tell if I liked this movie better or Ragnarok better. Yeah. Kind of like they were kind of like on par, but it was definitely like a Taika Waititi movie. Yeah, for sure it was. <laughs> right. <laughs> um what what uh, was your spoiler free review? Uh what I just said. It's okay. so good. One of my top top Marvel movies. I don't know why it seems like people didn't like it. And and I said with some pretty great special effects and wonderful performances by Bale, this is possibly in the top two best Thor movies, which isn't really hard, but is still saying something. I can't decide, like I said, if I liked Ragnarok better, um, but I feel like this movie flowed nicer uh, than Ragnarok did. Um, but yeah, if you're looking for more by the book Marvel filmmaking, then you got it. You have another. Another cookie cutter Marvel movie that is great. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing, right? Cookie cutter Marvel movies are good. Yeah, and then people need to to get with that. I guess I don't know. Everybody's uh, entitled to their opinion when it comes to a movie. Uh, but yeah, what would you would you suggest people watch it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty good. I, if you're not into Marvel movies per se, and, and you're not caught up on like at least at least the first Thor movie, you know, and or or even the third Thor movie, really. Um, and you know what? No, you you kind of you need context, right? Of of what guys trying to say is that if you haven't watched all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Fuck you. That's what he's trying to say. Wow. <laughs> Words in my mouth. But, you know, you're not, you're not entirely wrong, I suppose. <laughs> um, no, I, I'd, no, I'd say it's worth a watch, even, even not being super caught up. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's a lot of background that it kind of assumes you know, right? Uh, like the whole new Asgard thing. Um, you know, some of the jokes about uh, what happened with, with, um, Odin and Loki and stuff like some of that stuff isn't going to make any kind of sense if you, if you're not caught up on that part of the story. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know, it's still an entertaining movie. You could probably find a video on YouTube. That's like, get caught up before you see Thor four. Yeah. Well, cool. Uh, well, cool. I guess we will move into some spoilers yay spoiler spoiler talk spoiler zone spoiler zone um lady thor uh lady thor was super ripped and it was awesome yep looking good yeah uh i read something uh what was it 
that Natalie Portman had worked out for like five months previously, three hours a day in the gym every day to get ready for the role. Sounds about um, right. Yeah. She looked amazing. Um, she had like crush me arms and okay. I'm into it. Yep. Um, it was funny too. Like it, the first time they showed her like as, as Thor, uh, you know, obviously she's super ripped or whatnot. And, and then I started noticing that every time that she's Jane, she's, she's wearing sleeves to cover up her ripped arms. Yeah. I they, I wouldn't be surprised if they like CGI her a little, like, you know, thinner too. Um, you know, given, given, uh, given that she was dying of cancer and all that. Right. Um, but I, I would, I would assume that, that the sleeves made that CG a little easier too. But yeah, no, it was just, it was just funny to me that like, oh, hey, every time you see Jane Foster, she's wearing some, some kind of sleeve. Right. <laughs> um, one of the things I wanted to talk about was Gore and Love, his daughter. Uh-huh. Uh, why not, why not just wish to have her back and be healed? Like... I mean, look, you can't, you can't have everything. <laughs> why not? I mean, why didn't he just, I mean, it's like an unlimited wish, right? Why not just, I wish that I didn't, I wish my daughter was back and everything that I did was undone. Also that Jane doesn't have cancer. She seems like a cool lady. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like he could have done a lot more with his wish. Yeah, no, I mean, I Or can't... is that three wishes in one? Well, I don't know. I guess it depends on if you use commas or semicolons. <clears throat> there you go. In your head wish. Uh, I mean, it's the same problem I had with the new Jurassic Park movie, Jurassic I, World Dominion. I haven't seen it. Oh. Well. Do they have a giant to... wish at the end of the movie where they make a wish and everything comes back? No, just one of the plot points was that... Uh, one of the characters uh, was trying to find a cure for her genetic disease. Mm-hmm. And the cure was created by her mom, who had the same genetic disease. And her mom's solution wasn't to cure herself and her daughter. It was just something that didn't make any sense, right? Like, clearly you've made this, you've, you've, cre- you've cured this disease. Why didn't you just take it? And then you don't have this, the entire problem that you created in the first fucking place. Yeah. Same thing, right? All you gotta do is wish that your daughter is there and end of story. Like you don't even have to die. I don't know. I don't know why he died at the end. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, why didn't he just be like, I wish none of this had happened and my daughter was still alive. Uh, um, let's talk, uh, let's talk gods. That was pretty, there were a lot of them. It was a pretty sweet scene. All the gods. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good. Um, I think <laughs> I liked, uh, what's his face is God, the rock God. I thought that was a neat throw in. Yeah. I like that. They added like his God in there. Was that Corb? Yeah, Corp. That's the same. Thank you. Um, I don't know. I th- I think the, the clearly the best 
the most standout God in, in the, the ones that they showed was Zeus, right? Korg, not with a G, not a B. Oh, excuse me, Korg. Mm-hmm. I don't know, were there, any, uh, were there any gods other than Zeus that really stuck out to you? Not really, besides like Hercules at the end of the movie, like after the credits. Yeah, that was cool. Which that was pretty pretty sweet. Uh, Ted Lasso actor as Hercules. <laughs> I read an article about that where uh, like he was doing an interview and he sent his parents to see the movie and didn't tell him he was in it. Yeah. And uh, he was like, I know it's not the kind of movie that you like, but you should watch it. And so they did, and then they were like texting him, like when it was over, like yeah, it was an okay movie, and they're like, and he's like, okay, well, make sure you stay for the credits, you know. Um, and then apparently his mom started texting him about, oh, good, uh, Zeus is alive, and he's like, mom, watch the movie, you're gonna miss it. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I like the. uh... I was excited for that reveal. I think that's excellent casting. Excellent. I don't know much about Marvel Hercules, but. I don't either, but I still think oh, it's wow. excellent casting. Well, then fine. Fine. Um, I had Jane Foster as Mighty Thor in here as well. Also, her getting into Valhalla at the end was pretty cool. Yeah, that was sweet. I thought that uh, Gore the God Killer was going to, like, you know, wish her cancer away. I know. I thought that too. I thought he was going to fix everything with his wish, but uh, nope. Just brought his daughter back and with superpowers, which I didn't really understand. Like, she got the superpowers from the center of the universe thingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of weird. Why not? Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Why not? <laughs> Uh, it's weird that her, that her, I guess, I guess it's not her real name, right? Love. Apparently it is. I don't know. According to the movie. Oh, is it? I don't know. I thought, I thought that that was just what they called her. Like they call him thunder, right? Like it wasn't actually her, her, her given name per se. No idea. They don't really explain it. Ah. Well, where are you at, Taika Waititi? Yeah, come on our show and explain yourself. Uh, um, I thought the shadow monsters in the Shadowland was really cool. Uh, aesthetic, oh, yeah. like very cool looking little little cage they kept all the kids in. Yeah, that was cool. I like the I like the kids. Um, when they got some Thor power in them. Yeah, I thought that was a little weird, but I I liked it. I saw a meme afterwards where somebody was like, whenever they're fighting Thanos in uh, in the Avengers. Yeah. And it was just Thor that's like, everybody have my power. And it's like all of the Marvel characters with Thor's power, like, <laughs> destroying <laughs> Thanos. You mean you could do that the whole time? Right. <laughs> Um, the goats were funny. I liked the goats. Oh man, the goats were the best bit. Yeah, I think they brought uh, some lightheartedness to the movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know when when the movie was over. So somebody that in front of us was complaining about the dumb goats, and I was like, 
what? The ghosts were like the thing that made me laugh the most because they were they were just so absurd. Right, just giant goats, giant just giant screaming, screaming goat. goat. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's the time I grew up, and you know, one of the original YouTube videos being like that screaming goat video, right? Yeah, he's like, "Hey, Carl," or whatever. <laughs> um, in this movie, we got to find out that Core's race is all male. Yeah, that was neat. Uh, I'm assuming that's why it was banned in you know China or whatever, right? Was it? It's been banned in several countries, from my understanding. That's um, weird. And I, you know, I assume because of that. Because they're like, no, you can't have an all-male race. That's gross. An, an all-male race of rocks that what they do is they melt their hands to make another one. Yeah, they hold hands to make a baby. And somehow they're like, no, that's gay and dumb. Yeah. You can't show that to children. They don't show it. They just explain it to children. Right. Ah. <laughs> dumb. It's dumb that it's banned. Um, I thought the soundtrack was cool at the time that I was listening to it. Um, but I honestly can't remember any songs from the movie whatsoever. Um, nothing. Sorry. I was gonna say, I saw a note that Taika Waititi was mad at stranger things because he wanted more Kate Bush in it. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There was nothing like stand out like the immigrant song from Thor Ragnarok where it's just like such a kick-ass moment. Yeah, uh, I thought, you know, I, I think the music was really well suited to it, um, you know, and it, 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 it enhanced the atmosphere that they were going for. Um, but like you said, nothing really super stands out. And, you know, there was a lot of 80s stuff in it, which is pretty great. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed uh, um, the, what's her face? Um, Lady Sif. Mm-hmm. Oh, back. yeah, that she was back. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Lost an arm. Lost an arm. It's unfortunate, but, you know. But she's okay. Uh, but she's okay. Valkyrie survived. That's great. Yep. Um, It was nice to see Darcy, uh, but it was weird that it was such a small part. Yeah, she was, really, she was really only in the... In the part where where Jane has like cancer, right? Yeah, yeah, that was it. You know, and Darcy's become this sort of like character that can take care of herself. Like she, you know, started out in the first Thor as just sort of um, comic relief, but I mean, she had a a large part in WandaVision and was showing, you know, that she is a um, a qualified scientist, you know, in her own right. Yeah, and so to not have any like you know mention of that per se was was kind of weird. Or have her, like, at new Asgard or whatever. Yeah, just something. Like, you know. hanging out. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure she probably has a lot to say about, you know, Wanda and Doctor Strange getting in a fight a few months ago or whatnot. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you think she could have mentioned. I, I guess they don't really mention each other that much. It's kind of like their own compact stories, which is yeah, good. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I didn't really have much. Uh, I mean, I thought it was a good movie. I liked it. I thought the special effects were good, um, even though 
right now Disney's having a hard time with special effects. Um, they're apparently having a lot of special effects artists uh, just like leave and quit because they're demanding too much for too little pay. Which is yeah, which is honestly a uh, pretty standard practice for Hollywood. You yeah, think, you um, think they would pay the people that are making the movie magic more? Yeah, from from what I was reading the other day, like, um, V VFX studios enjoy getting the money for it, but as far as I can tell from again from from reading various articles, like none of the employees of VFX houses enjoy getting a Marvel movie. Yeah. Right. Because they know that if they, if they win the contract, then they're going to be working 80 hours a week for, you know, until the movie comes out basically. Right. Which is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Disney, you have a lot of money, pay your people more. Um, And, and part of it's just baked into the way that they do, um, they, 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 they do budgeting for it, right? Like at the end of the day, since they outsource it, there's no in-house like really like Disney special effects studio at this point. Right. Um, uh, so what they end up doing is, is, is contracting out, uh, you know, different, different studios to do, to do the visual effects and the way that they, they, they submit their bids. Um, they're trying to, come in and lowball each other, which just ends up driving, um, driving the profits down, driving the price down. And, and, and ultimately that, that comes back on the workers and it sucks. Yep. I'd quit too. If I had to work 80 hour work weeks for months. Yeah. Months and then when the time. director says, Oh, I wanted this a little bit different. You got to work another extra 80 hours, you know, like, yeah. And that's not necessarily the director's fault. Like he has a vision and, and, and should reasonably expect to be able to change things. But that, that sort of that dynamic needs to change somehow. And I don't have the answers, but it's annoying. (laughs) No one does. No one has the answers. There's no way to fix it. No, sorry, artists. You're just, (laughs) you know, worthless, I guess. I don't know. Jeez. It's, I, my my wife is is an artist like that's how she earns her money um and it it seems to be a common theme no matter what it is in whatever whatever medium that you're you're arting in um you're pretty much guaranteed to be underpaid and underappreciated so yeah yay yay on that note well cool uh where do you see it you can see it in theaters and probably on Disney Plus in a few months. And other than that, up next, Guy wants to watch Nope. Want is a strong word, but, you know, it's is on it, the it's list. The, you chose it. I mean, I chose it. I did. It out of the three that it, you gave me. Right. Uh, I have come to appreciate scary movies more, but I'm always sort of trepidatious about them Yeah, in general. Um, I don't think I'm as bad as Justin where I just won't watch a scary movie. Um, but at the same time, like when, when I watched the ring, for example, mm-hmm. back in 2002 or whatever it was when it came out, we came home or I got home to my apartment 
and like the TV was on and on static. And I just wanted to stay away from my apartment for months. <laughs> I was like, this is all, no. I took, I took my roommate to go see it uh, less than a week later, just in case. Right. So that he was cursed, not me. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a great friend. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, <laughs> at the end of the movie, when it plays the tape in the ring, mm-hmm. um, I called his phone from my phone. <laughs> so his fucking, <laughs> so his phone starts ringing like right after the tape fucking finishes. And he just like, he, he's like jumps like real big and like pulls out his phone kind of slow and looks at it and then just looks over at me. He's like, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> That's a good prank. It's good. It's funny. Yeah. Anyway. Well, cool. Well, thank you everybody for listening. And as always, stay, stay hot, hot and fresh, fresh everyone. everyone.